Hey, what's up? This is Reject the Main, and we are on the third episode, yo. Um, what's up? So we're going to talk about traumatic narcissism, and we're going to talk about having a good support system. We're going to talk about basically success overnight. So, so traumatic narcissism is something that I recently have discovered because it plays a role within these people that I see during the Rona shaming people for not doing enough shaming people for feeling like they need to do more than their situation in the sense that like it's requiring them to be like because you're not making an effort to be essential or whatever you don't matter and like stuff like that is not okay like i don't appreciate people going out of their way to market themselves by degrading people for what they are and i and i know that's been a thing ever since marketing has been around i know you could see that for you know if we do our history from marketing to women to buy products to make them feel like they need a shave you know and stuff like that it's like it's it's always been around and that's something that integratively i have not been okay with and we see it in marketing all the time we cannot we cannot get mad at it because it's it's part of the game. It's part of the ad game, the ad culture is that we shame people into feeling bad of that you should be doing this because everybody else is doing it. And it's been an open dialogue and that kind of has really been fucking clear because of it. And it, it it's just a trait I see a lot with like traumatic narcissism. And if you're not familiar with traumatic narcissism, the only thing I would recommend and say is that if you google the word i'm paraphrasing but essentially it's you see a lot of it played with like cult leaders and stuff like that and they they manipulate people into feeling a certain way and feeling like they are the only person that like understands them and stuff like that and that kind of mentality you you're seeing it now especially during what we're dealing with in the rona and you see that at the workplace you see that everywhere and it's a big like thing about everything that I think people need to be aware of and it's scary because anybody can be subjugated to joining that kind of mentality and that mentality of that you know uh of a cult you know it's like this cult mentality too that I was explaining earlier because I was pissed off at four o'clock in the morning and I just got fed up and I was like you know what I could take this to Twitter and IG but I'd rather just put it onto a podcast and consciously just make a decision to talk about it educatedly you know i'm not smart but like you know i want people to be aware of it there's a difference and um with that being said like uh it's it's very scary man if you watch uh wisecrack's video off of tiger king it's like one of those things that like if you watch the video man it's he also makes a point that you know having this cult mentality too you see it in like regular day-to-day jobs too and that i already established but like what he means by that is like if you're joining a fantasy league and like is this a cult like no it's not it's like you're a band of brothers and this is a community and where it becomes wrong for me in the traumatic narcissism thing is like where people abuse their power and they power trip over those kind of things and those kind of things i don't stand for you know i cannot stand when people power trip or people are feeling that their status is like something and we can see that with anything in our world right now it's it's open to that forum of 
anything. And we are seeing it now in the Rona because people have lost their status because they have felt like, you know, you know, in their jobs that, you know, that's their thing. And now they don't know what to do because they were defined by their jobs. And you're seeing people like that even with today. And like people were facing a lot of those kind of like realities. And uh, I feel like this is also important to have a good community of people uh, and really understand who your friends are. And even if people aren't hitting you up and stuff like that, and people aren't like uh, doing it, understand that people are going through some shit, man. Like everybody's going through some shit right now. And May's the Mental Health Awareness Month. And I just feel like be aware of those things. Like be aware that people are trying to manipulate you to believe in certain things and people are trying to take advantage of you. And especially now more now more than ever. And just be smart. Do your research about things. Make sure you're not falling under the influence and get the right informations cite your resources like make sure you're okay with the information that you're getting because we're getting a lot of fake uh information from fake people and uh it's important to be smart about it uh especially in the digital age and like to be quite honest like understand that like it's a scary time right now like i don't think we cannot say it's not i've been going through my own shit too like i had to go back to therapy because like man dude i was losing my shit like like, literally yesterday, I had to go outside. Like, you know, and, like, I think we have to own up to our own uh, things, but we can't let other people make decisions for us. And I'm guilty of it because I'm the... There's nothing wrong with asking asking for help with anything, but it comes to the point where you have to help yourself. And I struggled with that because, you know, my mom would always help me and stuff like that. And since I don't have that direction with my mom anymore and my you know in the situation i'm at right now it's just kind of one of those things like i have to make a decision but i don't have to make a decision but i digress but with that being said that's the thing too and i feel like right now everyone's trying to make a decision i feel like everyone's trying to do things uh right now but we also have to understand that now can change like now can change and we we don't understand that now can be changed tomorrow or now can be changed within 24 hours anything can happen within whatever um we can take that opportunity as a like good or the bad you know it's how we're prospectively understanding this you know and this is where it plays in the role with like communities and understanding those things and making sure that you're not having your influences really make a big influence on you and kind of balancing yourself of those things because it's 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 it can be propagated to something else man and for me it's all about having a good foundation within your communities like whatever that is for you whatever works for you do it type thing and like it just brings me back to times where um you know when i was at church and stuff and making sure that everybody was okay and making sure that you weren't the only one uh that was important and that's kind of hard for me because i'm the type of person that was like I wanted to have my own importance, but like you were taught to take care of everybody else. And I still struggle with that today. Um, you know, like it's, it's just one of those things, man. I feel like it's just one of those things that like you have to be aware about those things and have a really good understanding of your own foundations, your own morals, your own, your own, uh, uh fundamentals, man. And like, it all comes back to those things. Like, uh, right now we really are experiencing like a big change mentally and like, geography whatever i don't i can't speak right now apparently but like we are in this time where nothing is guaranteed i mean we're all unemployed at the moment and it's just like just defend yourself dude like defend yourself because 
this is some time where we're probably not going to have we we don't know how to react to this we've never experienced something like this man like it's something that you know if you really want to be real it's like it's new to everybody and you know we can't get mad at people for reacting the way they're reacting because everyone's allowed to react but what i'm trying to say with this is just be careful on the actions of these manipulators these aggregators these people who want something out of you because it reminds me a lot of the music industry and just kind of my tribe and my kind of people that i hang out with and um what i mean by this and i'm moving the conversation to this whole support supportive kind of system is like in my own journey in music like i feel like if i didn't have a band of brothers of people to help me along the way and give me advice and doing certain things and help me make the right decision to do where i'm at today i wouldn't be where i'm at today and like i think a lot of people say oh i do it on my own i can do it on my own but like you also understand that's not the case too like there's comes a time where you need people to help you move the the ball forward you know you need to get those helps and mentors and stuff like that and like that comes with having a good mindset and a good support system of your own and for me i didn't have that so i had to learn that like i had to learn how to get to the right people and how i learned was to market because i was so used to having community around me so i figured oh i'm used to just supporting people and being there for people that i can do this and just you know i don't have to get anything out of it because i don't need to like i'm perfectly fine with just going to a show and just hanging out and supporting people's music and i think we the industry i see now especially when i mentor people is that they want this instant gratification of what they did because I supported you, I want something out of it. And I don't think it works that way. Like, I don't think it should ever work that way. Like, giving someone value doesn't require you to give them value back. Like, you should give them value because you know your value type thing. And um, I've had this conversation with a lot of people. And, like, I think we all have this unanimous agreement is that what you put in is what you get out, man. And you should just be happy with it. Regardless, like, you shouldn't be upset where oh, like, I got this and I didn't, like, don't get mad at the result. Just be mad at, like, don't, don't even be mad. Like, just be happy that you had to experience those things. Um, and that takes a lot of mental maturity to experience those things. And even going back to the previous conversation about traumatic narcissism, like, these experiences, we're going to grow from it. We're going to understand, look back on this and be like, wow, like, now I understand why we went through what we went through. And having those perspectives of taking yourself outside of the situation and really viewing yourself with the options of what you have and what you can do because nothing's really happened yet. And that's scary to realize. But what we can do momentarily with what we have, with our support system, with our own things in life and adapt to it. Like, and we don't, doesn't mean we have to be like, submit to it. We can adapt it to our own reality we can adapt it to a way where that works for us it's like the jay dilla method like understanding your history because i feel like this is like something we've already been repeated not to say the pandemic but like these kind of manipulations these kinds of things in marketing and these kinds of things in negative connotations and ego mentality like you i i i don't think this is brand new i think this has happened before you know and i probably haven't just looked into it enough but it's just something i i've seen you know um it may not have been as dramatic as as history has told us to but it's like 
it's a relative thing, man. It's it's something we need to really think about it. And uh, you may think I, I'm a fucking stoner, but I'm not, dude. This is me being sober and having a lot of fucking time on our hands because, I, I mean, let's be real, Lerona, we have a lot of time on our hands, you know? <laughs> but that's also kind of ebb and flows with success, with what I was saying earlier. Like, success isn't given to anybody. It's I feel like, for me, success is being ready for the opportunity. I think Nipsey Hilton said that. Nipsey, I could say the wrong name, but Nipsey said it and like, and people, I think what they get twisted is that, oh, but this guy sold out because he did certain things like that. But, but like, no, dude, he didn't sell out. He was just ready for the opportunity. If his integrity wasn't there, that's his morals he aligns with. You don't have to align with those morals. You know what I mean? Like, I may not like what someone does, but I don't have to be that person. Like, I don't have to go about it that way. You have an option to go about yours morally right or morally wrong. But the whole point of it is that you're going about it what makes you feel good about it, what makes you sleep at night. And that's more important. Like if I want to spend time sound designing, making my own sound, I have to take the repercussions of that decision too. I have to understand all the decisions and seeing, not looking for the easy way out, but looking for the longevity of the situation. And I've been guilty of certain things too. Like, you know, but for me, I'm aware of those things and I learned from those things and I can't be hard on myself about those things. Like, um, you know, like for me, I don't get mad when people use my samples. I'm like, cool. I put it out for a reason so they can be used. Or I don't get mad when people, you know, like I've had somebody, you know, use my music and not credit me. And that's okay. Like, I don't get mad. I'm glad you even used it, you know. And for me, you know, living in a world where credit, you know, people want their credit. Like, I'm so used to not getting credit that I'm just like, cool, whatever. You know, like, there's times where I don't even know, like, you know, I'm just like, oh, cool, I didn't know you used my shit. Or, like, um, Seb. And it's just about, the. it comes back to simply your approach and how you show up to the fucking show and how you come through with people. Because it's, like, the same thing with networking. When I network with people, I don't say I make music. And if I do, it's because the conversation is boring, you know? So, with that being said, like, I have to, like, you know, I try not to, like make it about me i try to just be a general human being and talk with certain things and i've been guilty of meeting people and fangirling and stuff like that even people i am friends with now and people get upset like how do you know all these people uh, blah 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 i'm just like because i'm me i just i i'm just out here living and i'm doing my thing and people respect people who just do you know they just respect people because they're humans and they're not this egotistic producer we're not using our fake names you know like we're just doing it because it's the expression it's the wave it's it's just what we do with our intentions you know and like that's the best way to market if you want to don't go for like you don't go for what somebody has because you know how many people like in the industry get like used and your favorite artist is probably so sick of talking about music that you don't they don't want to talk about music when they're in the club. Like, think about it. Like, if I'm coming from a show, I do not want to talk about kick drums in 808s. I want to talk about how the club is and how, did you have a good time in my set? Like, those are the type of things I want in my perspective if I'm playing a show, you know? So if you're going to approach somebody, don't do it wanting something. Do it in the sense that like, oh, dude, I really, you know, there's nothing wrong with complimenting people like, oh, I love it when you played this song. It made me feel like that. Those are great comments, you know, because um, everybody sees you online, you know? So with that being said, like, there's a time and place for certain things and like understand the situation when you're networking because, you know, being a human 
and networking, honestly, you never know. That person might be like, you know what? That guy was a cool guy. People remember that than if you're a music producer. I swear to God, I've met people and you don't want to have somebody remember be like, yeah, that fool was weird. Like he was just talking about kick drums. Like you have to think about that. Like think about it. Like would you rather have like like uh like if I were to meet Skrillex, you know how many people freak out with Skrillex and they're like, oh, oh my god, Skrillex here, check out my song. And Skrillex is cool about it because he gets it all the time. But like imagine if you had the interaction with Skrillex and you just literally were just like, yo, you what? Yo, man. What's up? You know, like, what's up? If you call him Sunny, oh, hi, my name's Sunny. Or if you call him, just like, just be like, yo, what's up, Skrillex? Really cool. I like what you do. This is dope, man. Thanks for doing what you do. Not even saying that or just going about it like, you know, hey, yo, what's up, Skrill? And not even like addressing it, like, whatever. Just being normal about it. Like, people want to feel normal. Even celebrities want to feel normal. And like, we want to feel normal. So why don't we just treat them like a fucking normal human being? You know why? It's because we want something out of them or we want to be on their level, but we don't. What we we're, we're what are we realizing now is that everybody's on the same fucking level. And this has been an idea I've learned for 2 years now, and it has helped me change the way I network because I've never been the type of person to send out a song or whatever or whatever, but like I've always been the type of person to be a fan first. But understand when to be a fan and human. Like Sometimes those things ebb and flow with each other, but like that's the best marketing tip I can ever say is to be fans of other people's music. Don't be weird. Literally just support them because you support them. Don't get anything wrong with that. And just understand that like we're all out here trying to get the same goal, but we don't have to be assholes. We can just be friends. And like there's times where people are like, hey man, can you send me that preset? I have no shame in sending it. I am nobody to anybody. I am not. Even if I was on Skrillex's level or whatever, even saying on a level is stupid because we are all doing the same thing. All this information's out there. There's no secrets to this shit. It's just how the fuck do you do it? Like how the fuck do you do it? And that's why we're all obsessed with sound design because we want to sound like somebody. But what do you get out of that? What the fuck do you get out of that if you're just like, oh, I want to be like you? Like, no, a better way of saying I want to I want to understand the the sound design, like how I sound design is with emotion. So I it's like writing chords, too. It's a really good practice. It's like not labeling, but like you're taking that sound like, oh, what does this sound mean to me? Like, okay, like example. If I want to make a Skrillex, like, wub-wub, like, 2000 Skrillex low-up, that's easy to do, right? But what if you took an emotion and said, that Skrillex wub-wub is literally so aggressive, but I want to use this in the context of this aggressive song, too, but do it in my own way. It's the JD, J. Dilla method. You're resampling it in your own way because you're taking, you're putting an emotion to what's been done and making it into your own process. That's way more interesting than just learning how to do the fucking thing, exactly how to fucking do it, and then being like, oh, look, I know how to do it. Because all you're doing is just jerking yourself off. Because that's really what it is, man. To say that, oh, yeah, man, I know how to make a Skrillex sound. Cool. No one gives a fuck. They, what they give a fuck is if you were creative about it. If you used it in a way where it was interesting. Because if you want to be real, you want to study, you want to sound like the next Hudson Milwaukee, cool. By all means, do it. But do it in a way where it's not... You don't have to reinvent the wheel, man. Like, I think people forget that, man. And uh, this is... I know I'm going off the grid, but, like, 
this all comes back to networking, like, in sound design and all that. But, like, what I'm trying to say is when you network, network in the sense that you are, you might be working with that person years later. Because that's has stopped me from doing stupid shit when I'm meeting people. Because if there's anything, if you meet me, I get nervous. When people know who I am, I get nervous. Or when I meet people who are bigger than me because I'm a fan. I'm still a fan of other people's music. And I may not I may know these people very well, but I am a fan first, no matter what. Like I still trip out that I know certain people, but I don't use that as a cosign. I just I'd be like, yo, I'm a fan of your music. Always will be. And then the fact that we're friends now is makes it even cooler because now you have the same respect. Now you have the same respect as that person. And if you really want to think about it, market market yourself with respect. Because no one can argue that if you don't treat somebody with respect, I mean, that's all we're trying to do here, man. Like when I when I I mean there was a story where I met, you know, um uh, yeah, I met Mr. Carmack once. And, and like we were chilling dude when i met with him i was like yo what's up carmack and like i literally was just hanging out man i didn't really care because i didn't want i knew he was with his girl and i was just like yo i didn't want to be weird but we ended up just kicking it and he was eating a salad in the mosh pit while noodles was playing like it was at flognog and then we were just kicking it man like and that's the thing man you want these guys these people to treat them like they're just homies like all the time and that like shout out to vendata too because even though I'm a fan of them, I still treat them like with the same respect because I remember going to their shows early and stuff like that. But, you know, it all comes down to you being a fan with respect. And to me, that's how I network. I network with the simple fact of the matter is, is that I love the music for what it is. And I'm always going to be a fan of other people's stuff. And... I'm always going to want to constantly learn. But at the end of the day, you got to just learn that these are people. Treat people with respect. Beware of the traumatic narcissism because you can usually pick out people and have a good support system. That's really what I'm just about to say on this whole topic because it's super important. And realize it doesn't have to be in person. Networking can be online. And I've had genuinely cool conversations with people online. And with that being said, like, just understand that every time you're going to post that, oh my God, I'm a huge fan, really say what that's saying about you. Or, you know what I mean? Like, just really think about it. And I'm guilty of it. Trust me. I am so guilty of it. Um, very self-aware. But just understand what that might do. You know? And be okay with it. So... That's where I want to end it off, man. And that was my tangent. Thank you for watching episode three. Enjoy.